Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DJs, it is Wednesday, April 19th. Is Trey Young overrated? And is Draymond Green worth the headache? I'm Mad Max, and joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther first, fuck off to the New York Knicks. Other than that, pretty good day uh, sports betting-wise yesterday. Yeah, fuck the Clippers, too. But, uh, yeah, the Knicks cost us our parlay because our plus lines, my Cubby Run Diamondbacks, they cashed for us, but... Those fucking Knicks, just an absolute no-show. So, yeah, fuck them. We want to worry about them today in our parlay. But, yeah, otherwise, pretty decent day. I did get my big plus line out of the Seattle Kraken, so uh, pretty excited about that. But, uh, otherwise, kind of an uneventful day. Probably just a little bit more to talk about today with, um, yeah, Trey Young. I think we kind of saw that one maybe coming when they – they brought DeJounte Murray in. Is that something that is going to cause some friction? And Jesus Christ, Raymond, worth the headache. I don't know. It depends on the team. Where do you want to go with these? I want to start with, uh, with Trey Young first off because, of course, uh, a couple seasons ago, Trey Young looked like an absolute superstar in the making. When he was in the playoffs with the Atlanta Hawks a few years back, that team looked so fucking scary. I mean, they, they were beating everyone. I think they made it to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals that year. And they just look like, oh, man, this is a team that's going to be on the rise. And ever since then, they haven't been. And so there's a lot of questions about Trey Young. Is he a superstar player? He's always going to be linked to Luka Doncic. And I think Luka's got his own demons to get over, by the way. Uh, he should have you know, should have had an MVP season and then kind of faltered, got injured again, the, 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 the Kyrie Irvings. But let's not focus on Luka today. That's another story for another day. But Trey Young's always going to be linked to Luka. So I think that's that's going to be a problem throughout his career. But I also also wonder if he has what it takes to be a superstar. Can he be the man in this league? And so last night, and this is what I'm alluding to, Celtics, once again, I think they were up by 20, 20-something points. The game wasn't close. I think the game, once again, ended, I think, 12, 13 points. But wasn't that close. The Celtics had that game in hand again. We'll see what happens when the series shifts to Atlanta. But this this Hawks team looks overmatched, and at, at one point in the game, like Trey Young was at the the free throw line, and um, that Celtics crowd, by the way, the the, the Garden crowd, were kind people, kind, just the kindest of folks. Upstanding, you know. upstanding, 
fans they are, yes. I have been to many a Celtics games at the Garden and just 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 great people, just fantastic, nice people, but they start chanting overrated when he's at the line. And it got me thinking, is like, holy shit, is that what we're calling Trey Young? Is he overrated? Or is he just not as good as we we thought he was gonna be? I I, I really you know, I don't know if those two statements are are the same or they're opposing. But a couple years ago, I did think that he was a superstar. And now I'm starting to question it. Panther, where, where, first off, what do you think of Trey Young? Is he a superstar in this league? And second of off, after that, what's his future with the Hawks look like? I don't know. I, I think Atlanta is kind of suffering from a Sacramento syndrome from a couple of years ago where maybe they have now too much talent and they need to thin it out because, you know, Trey Young was – before Detroit got there, and now he's share the ball, share the stats, share everything. I I think Atlanta from a point better than they are, but you've got players and Murray and Young in the front court. Um, you've got you know several bigs um, up front that that uh, are are pounding the paint and stepping on each other's toes. I think no matter who it is, whether it's Trey Young, Murray. Um, and these other wings or, or centers, I think they've got to move some people. I really think it's too deep, and it's almost like there's too many pieces and not enough ball. Um, I think Trey Young absolutely can be a franchise player, but if Atlanta's going to be dead set on going the DeJounte Murray route, then Trey Young's going to have to be better off somewhere else. Now, off the top of my head, when you told me we were going to talk about Trey Young today, I started thinking about it. I don't, I don't have a fit. I don't necessarily have a team where Trey Young goes and he's the guy. Um, maybe Brooklyn because <laughs> they sold all their assets. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know where he goes. But the Young-Murray combo, I don't – it looks great on paper, but it has not panned out whatsoever. I'm trying to think of what situation would be good for Trey Young. You, you figure maybe like um... – what Atlanta was going for is they want to kind of like Splash Brothers 2.0 in a way, but 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 Dejounte Murray's not that Clay Thompson type player, right? So if you want to say that Trey is the Steph Curry, which I mean, you know, his nickname was Meth Curry for a while, right? Uh, if if you want to say that he's he's the Steph Curry type guy, the you know the the dangerous scorer, the the guy that can hit a shot from anywhere on the court. Some games, some games he can't hit a fucking shot if his life depended on it, and that's the that's the maddening nature of one Trey Young then I don't think they got the right partner for him to create Splash Brothers 2.0. I think DeJounte Murray is just a different ball player, and I think just the chemistry didn't work out this year. I think, you know, there was there was chat chats about uh, DeJounte Murray going to the Celtics uh, last year, and, you know, again, uh, Celtics have been point guards starving for a while, really, uh, but they found a way to make it work. I just don't think it's the right fit. So where does Trey Young fit? I, 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 I hope that he stays with the Hawks, but yeah, you're right. If they're going to plant the flag and say DeJounte Murray's their star, then I do think Trey has to be moved. And I don't know if he's going to be worth necessarily the max contract that a lot of players are going to be getting. And, you know, the I mean, Luka's going to get the max of all maxes. And I can't say that, that Trey, and again, they're always going to be linked together. I get that. But I can't say that Trey's worth the max of all maxes. So... I do think his future in Atlanta is kind of murky. They've been talking about trades for the last two seasons with Trey Young. Where he goes, where he fits, I, I, whew, it's beyond me. Like if we just go through the teams, uh, maybe I, Toronto. I got one. You know, I think I got one. Good. 
the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz, Mike Conley is about 96 years old. They just got, they raped Minnesota with that Rudy Gobert trade. They've got picks that they could trade to Atlanta uh, if, if they were going to do a sign and trade or something along those lines. Um, and they need a star. They need somebody to kind of take over for, you know, what, what they've had over the last few years. Trey Young in Utah, I think, would make sense. Well, first off, Mike Conley, uh, he is 87 years old, but he's uh, he's not playing on Utah. He's on Minnesota now, so they don't have to worry oh, about went. that. <laughs> he he went the Gobert trade. Yeah, yeah, they got to get rid of him. Uh, maybe. Maybe uh, that's a Danny Ainge type move, but um, you know, he's he's a young enough guy that you could uh, have a build around. Um, I, I, I really do love uh, – you know, a lot of the, the pieces that Utah has, maybe Utah's again, maybe it's Toronto, Brooklyn could be a fit, uh, Houston, maybe Houston, uh, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a handful of teams that maybe he works out with, but I'm just, I'm not in love with Trey young anymore. And it's, it's a shame because the, that playoffs a couple years ago, mm, I want to Trey young on, on my team at that point in time. And now I, I can't. Another guy who we're questioning whether you want on your team is Draymond Green. Draymond Green is, how should I put this, a maddening player? I'll call him maddening because he's a guy that you feel on paper you want on your team. He's a guy that changes the defensive presence. He's the guy that does the dirty work, and you need dirty work players out there. But he's also a guy that you know stomps on someone's fucking chest or kicks someone or punches someone in the nuts or punches a teammate during fucking practice. And you gotta wonder, is like, fuck, is this guy is this guy worth the goddamn headache? So Panther, I'm gonna throw it to you. You're a GM. You got a chance to get Draymond Green. Are you bringing him into your locker room? Well, I think the locker room he in is in is in the perfect locker room, and that's because Steve Kerr is the head coach. Uh, has Steve Kerr got any experience whatsoever with a personality like Draymond Green? Yes, he does. He's got yes, lots of experience with that, and he's he's also got experience of being a player that's been punched in the face. So I'm I'm, I'm assuming he's got uh, sympathy or empathy with Jordan Poole. I mean, would it be would it be fair to call Draymond like Draymond Rodman? Just get rid of the green. He's just Draymond Rodman. That's he he basically is our modern Dennis Rodman, um, except he actually passes the ball and will score more than two or three points per game. But that's who he is. And if you have somebody. I mean, it's going to take a real, true alpha of Michael Jordan to kind of keep him under wraps. I don't even know if this league has that anymore. Sure as fuck would not be a LeBron, although I think Draymond is all over LeBron's jock, so maybe he would like to go to the the Lakers for a year or two. But I do believe Draymond is done in uh, Gold State. His contract's up. I don't believe they're going to re-sign him. He's looking for a max deal. Uh, They've got all their money tied up. And Steph, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson. I don't know if they have any money left. They're so far over the cap. I don't know how they could even possibly sign anybody else. So I do believe Draymond is going somewhere else. The Lakers are the only team that would make, I don't know if that that makes sense, but I could see that would want him. As a GM, do I want him? It really would depend on who my alpha is. Can my alpha, can my guy, my A-lister, keep a Draymond Green under wraps. And off the top of my head, I can't come up with one. No, because I uh, to answer your question, I think Draymond Green is the alpha in this league. Like you go through go through every single fucking team. You can talk about superstars. 
They're, they're star players. I can't think of a more alpha guy in this league right now than Draymond Green. So you're, you're putting my GM hat on. Is he worth the headache to me? And I'm going to say, yeah. I, I, he's getting older, so again, his skill set is is starting to diminish a bit. But the things he does on the court, uh, you know, and, and Nardog saying in in the chat here, Draymond would fit perfectly in the late '80s and early '90s, and that's fucking right. Listen, man, I loved Kurt Rambis in the '80s. I'm a Celtics fan. I, I shouldn't, but Kurt Rambis did all the goddamn fucking dirty work you needed him to do to help win games. Die for loose balls. Fight for the fucking rebounds. Like do the things that you need to do in the trenches to win games. And that's what Draymond does. And he cares and he's passionate. And if you punch fucking Jordan Poole in the face, more than likely Jordan Poole fucking deserved it because he's got a punchable face and he probably said something that was stupid. And Draymond Green, being the alpha that he fucking is, was putting him in fucking check, right? I mean, uh, I, I think I think your, your point being is I don't think there is an alpha that can control Draymond Green other than Draymond Green, but the situation dictates it. So... There's going to be times where you're going to lose games because Draymond's going to get double teed or now he's suspended for game three going back to Golden State. You know, maybe it was the perfect time for him to be suspended. You know, if you're going to try to win one on the, uh, you know, at home and you got no Draymond Green, you still got a chance. If you go on the road with no Draymond Green, you got no fucking chance. This team's defense changes dramatically when he's in the lineup and when he's not. Simple as that. I'm a GM. I deal with the fucking headache. I, I do it. Now, he's going to be a, a free agent or he's going to ask for money. I don't know how much I'm going to pay for him to deal with that headache, <laughs> but I pay him to deal with the headache. I just don't know how much. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board there. I, I would like him on my team, but at $30 million or whatever he's going to cost per year, I can't touch him for that. Exactly. Pistons should grab him. There you go, Nardog. Then you can go watch uh, Draymond Green in person and and root him on. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break. Word from our sponsors. Uh, I, was, I was joking with Panther, telling Panther in the, in the pre-show. Apparently, uh, I did three commercial reads uh, and, and two of them for the same sponsor. So apologies if you hear the two similar commercial reads. I swear that they're totally different. I wrote them uh, myself, and I did make them a little bit different. But you might hear those commercials right now, someone else's commercials, or nothing. Nothing at all. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we should be back. We're 
as I mentioned, never left. Uh, Panther, NBA, NHL, MLB. Where are we starting off with? I think NBA today. Uh, not so good for us yesterday. Let's try to recover. What game? One game. That's it. Just one game. Minnesota at Denver. Minnesota's completely outclassed. I actually feel like the eight points might be a little bit of a gift. There's no reason the Nuggets shouldn't put up a double-digit spot on these T-Wolves. I love Denver at home, so let's lay the eight points and ride this Nugget freight train. Yeah, it's the same thing. Metrics versus gut. My gut says that Denver wins. Denver blows this fucking team out. My metrics say Minnesota keeps it, keeps it close enough in a loss. So I'll lean Minnesota here, but you, if I come in tomorrow after watching yesterday where all teams won by double digits and all teams win by double digits uh, tonight, I would not be surprised. But it's it's not a game that I'm on. That's the only game I'm on, so which game are you on? I'm on the big question mark fest, and that is the the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. The question mark, does Giannis play? Question mark, uh, how does Miami look without Tyler Harrow for pretty much the rest of the season with his broken fucking hand? And I think Miami hangs. I saw a lot from this Miami team. Uh, they gutted it out on the road. They've gotten this far. I think that they can hang. Maybe they can't beat Milwaukee. If Giannis plays, then I'm fucked. But <laughs> I think I'm begging on Giannis being doubtful, either not 100% or not playing at all. So I'll take a flyer, $10 bet on the Heat. You know, the six-point line suggests to me that Giannis isn't going to play um, because they're getting, what were they, uh, Monday, like nine points. Uh, I think... There's just too many question marks with this game and that Laker Grizzle game. There's just there's just too many questions. Um, I need to know what's going on with Giannis, but assuming he's not playing, I think Miami is the play. I just couldn't get to a side, so I'll give you all the moral support that you would like and lean the Heat. Lakers line seems to indicate that Anthony Davis is probably going to play. And Memphis, Ja, ja Morant's out, right? I mean, you got the Lakers minus one, one and a half now in some books. You, you gotta, you gotta imagine that this is this is the perfect fucking storm. This is the perfect scenario for the Lakers, right? I mean, losing fucking Ja Morant for the Grizzle was a nightmare, and now the Lakers can reap the benefit and move on to the second round. Uh, this is fucking a man. It just kind of pisses me off. It's horrible for us uh, Laker hater fans. It's not even that we're Laker haters. It's just that. That one guy on the team we're not really fans of. Yeah, Austin Reeves. All right, now next up, NHL. We got what four games on the ice today. Who are you on today? I, you're you're not you're not puck lining in Boston again, are you? No, I got that one. I'm going to check out and see if I can get better value once they hit the road. But uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If I lose this game, I'm going to be really really pissed. But the Dallas Stars lost to the Minnesota North Stars in their first game in Dallas. They better get one, or this series could be over. Uh, going back to Minnesota, down two to nothing. I got Dallas winning this one. I'll eat that one fifty-five again and put ten bucks on the Dallas Stars. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. We're an idiot together. Ten dollar bet on Dallas. Oh, <laughs> fucking a man. You know. Are screwed. Uh, yeah, we're fucked. And there goes the parlay because, I mean, that's our agreement there. Uh, I, nothing else in hockey, though. Dallas is the only one. Uh, Edmonton, I like to win and bounce back against the Kings. Way too chalky there. Uh, New York, there might be some value on the Islanders. But, man, again, so hard to beat Carolina at home, especially in the playoffs. But I think if you want a value play, you said it in the pre-show. What have the dogs been doing in the playoffs so far? Winning. The road teams are winning. 
Yeah, road teams won uh, all four last night, and they won two of the four uh, to, to start things off because the Kings, Kings were up 1-0 and Minnesota up 1-0. So NHL playoffs where anything can fucking happen. All right, moving on to Major League Baseball. You got six, count them, six fucking games. Go ahead. Are you, are you going to be on any of them with me? I I, I did Probably six not. yesterday. No, no. Yeah, you were on nothing. We hit, so. we hit 10. We hit 10 yesterday. And, and you know what? Both of us did really fucking good, by the way. If you would have just followed our baseball picks yesterday, the, the I, I think I went uh, three and one. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I think four, and two. four and two. And you got some plus lines in there. So I think you would have had a nice fucking day if you would have uh, followed us DGENs uh, at Major League Baseball. But what, what do you got today? Let's go to the Queen City. Talk about my, I don't know. Kind of a fan, I guess. The Cincinnati Reds. I grew up in Ohio. I know the Reds' history, and they're taking on what was the hottest team in Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays. Still a really good team, and a much better team with Drew Rasmussen on the mound. They put up a ten spot yesterday against these Reds. The Reds got shut out ten to nothing. Now they're going to put rookie Levi Stout on the mound. This isn't a Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo kind of rookie. This is a, hey, we need somebody to fill in because our, our regular guy's not ready to go kind of rookie. The Reds are pretty much team, which is why I run line it. Now you, let's run line the Rays for 10 bucks. All right, let's see. I'll pull up this run line for you. And, and first off, I'll give you some moral support here because I do think the Rays win this one. All right, so let's give you some options. One second. Um... All right, minus one and a half, right? Minus 155. That's the best I can get you. Now, you want to go minus two and a half, get you plus 105. You know what? Just go you minus one and a half? Or are you going to do let's the go, minus two and a half? Let's, let's go two and a half. Let's oh, go Jesus. two and a half. All right. Minus 2.5, plus 105. There there you go, man. You got a plus line there. So, oh. I'm I'm assuming that might be the fucking DJ and parlay pick too because your your fucking run lines have been pretty fucking good. What else you got? Five more. Uh, I got a trap. I've got a trap. I can't for the life of me. I cannot figure this fucking game out whatsoever. The Texas Rangers are at Kansas City. They beat up on the Royals yesterday. They've got the I assume pitching advantage. Um, Martin Perez going against Brady Singer. The Royals suck. They're one in ten at home. They can't hit. They can't score. Why the fuck are the Royals favored? What's what's going on? I have no idea. This is the biggest fucking trap on the planet. I've I've seen this baseball season. Give me the Rangers minus 105 for 10 bucks. Yeah, really weird one here. Um, I'm looking at this and uh, refresh here. Let me look at the split here. No, no. Yeah. It's it's getting worse. It's starting to get worse for Texas. Uh, minus one hundred three is the best I'm going to get you here for Texas. But uh, yeah, it's really fucking bizarre. Um, more sport lean on the Rangers with you. All right, well, let's rip the bandaid off and talk about your Metropolitans, my boy, my favorite Max Max Scherzer. Apologies to my everyday Max. Uh, taking on former Met Noah Syndergaard. Uh, you know the name sounds good, Noah Syndergaard, but he really has not been the same over the last. Three or four years. He's very, very hittable. This Dodger team, I think I called it preseason. This is not a team that I'm scared of. I don't love this Dodger team at all. I don't even think they win the West. The Mets should be able to go in and steal this one as well. Uh, minus 130. I like that play. Give me Scherzer and the Mets for 10 bucks. 
I can get you best line I can get you is minus one twenty five. Um, so I, I can't. There's one sports book that I can get you one twenty five at. So I'll, I'll I'll book that in for you. Seems to be one thirty across uh, the board in, in most other books. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Mets too. I'm going to lean the Mets. Uh, they got blanked yesterday. Kershaw kind of uh, stifled them. But this Dodgers team's beatable, and this Mets team has traveled well this season. So uh, yeah, moral support lean on the Mets with you. Hey, let's talk about Pittsburgh in Colorado. Uh, in- God, I, I think the jury is still out of if we are believers in this Pittsburgh Pirates, but I'm really starting to lean on the side of they're not as bad as we thought they were going to be. And part of that is Johan Oviedo, uh, the starting pitcher for the Pirates today, going against Austin Gomber. You remember back in like the COVID year when Austin Gomber was really good? Yeah, not good at all. He has not been good for a couple years. This Pirates team is really putting up some numbers out there in Colorado. And Oviedo is, I mean, this is one hell of a pitcher. Minus 125, I'm loving the value here. Give me the Pirates for 10 bucks. Got a minus 120 for us, and uh, not just moral support. I am betting the Pirates again. This is a double dip for me. I hit on the Pirates yesterday. I kind of sweated it out a little bit with them, but... Pirates hit yesterday. I think the Pirates hit today. They are a much better team than this Colorado Rockies team. Uh, used to be a time where I was afraid of Colorado at home. That's not this year. That's for sure. They're beatable. They're putting up runs. And I think Pirates offense is better than I fucking thought it was going to be. So, yeah, hand in hand. Thelma and Louis style. $10 bet on the Pirates. Next game up, the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves. God, that's Spencer Strider. So fucking good. Uh, going against the San Diego Padres. This is not a great pitching matchup, Charlie Morton versus Nick Martinez, but 80-year-old Charlie Morton is still better than the very hittable Nick Martinez. So now we're going to go offense versus offense. Still, one more day. They don't have Fernando Tatis. They'll wait till tomorrow to get him. But I think the Braves at minus 120, tons of value here. Give me the Braves for 10 bucks. Yeah, listen, man, um, I'll lean the Braves with you. I didn't have this one as a bet. I'm kind of kicking myself. I probably should have bet this one. I like this one a lot, especially because tomorrow gets who the Braves play tomorrow, Panther. The Mets. No one. The Braves play no oh. one tomorrow, meaning that they have oh, the day off. Deck. Yeah, so Padres, of course, are traveling to Arizona, taking on a tough fucking division opponent with the Diamondbacks out there. So advantage Braves. I like this one a lot, leaning Atlanta. Last game up for me, the Minnesota Twins are in Boston. Joe Ryan, you know, if the kids at home aren't paying attention, this kid can pitch. This might be the future ace uh, for Minnesota going against Boston's Corey Kluber, who hasn't been an ace since, I don't know, 1996 when he was with the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Kluber's very hittable. Uh, probably shouldn't even be in a rotation. He's Boston's version of Patrick Corbin. Uh, Minnesota. I don't love their offense, but they should get correct today against Kluber at minus 135. Tons of value to me here. Give me the Twinkies for 10 bucks. Tons of moral support as well here. Got a tad bit out of my comfort zone with implied probability. Just a tad bit. But, uh, yeah, I like the Twins. I do think that they get the win today. So I'm going to lean Minnesota with you. You only bet one with me. So what do you got? Only one more for today. It's a light day of betting for me. I'm going to look at this uh, this Milwaukee-Seattle series. Milwaukee, hell of a fucking team this year. One of the best teams in baseball. 
Uh, I hit on them. I bet on Milwaukee in the series, and I won some money. And now I'm going to fade them. I think the Seattle uh, Mariners avoid the sweep today at home. I know they don't have their best pitcher on the mound, but I do think that they get it done today. I hate that it's getting chalkier for me, though. Like, I really wish that sometimes I'd do the show, like, much earlier. <laughs> no, I don't, because it'd be maybe close to game time. I, I wish to do the show. But either way, we do the show at 9 a.m., most days-ish, around then. And uh, minus 125 for the Mariners, I'll take it. Uh, so yeah, $10 bet on Seattle. This is one of those rare situations where I actually just see this as a complete toss-up, even on both sides. I, I don't think there's an advantage on the pitching side. Eric Lauer versus uh, Marco Gonzalez, I think maybe Lauer, the slightest of edge. But then I go to look at the hitters. Um, I like the minesweepers hitters just a little bit better. But I just find this to be such an even game. Probably would lean the Brewers if they're getting a plus line. But I really just couldn't get to a side. So I'll just lean Milwaukee. All right. That's it for me. Let's slap together this DGen parlay. Um, let's see. We agreed on the Dallas Stars. That's a fucking loss right there, right? So we're fucked there. Dallas Stars minus 150. Well, we, we don't have to take them. We can take Pittsburgh. Well, that was going to be my lock of the day, so I'm oh, going to okay. throw in the Pittsburgh Pirates minus 120, which means I need a third game from you. I'm assuming Major League Baseball has been your hot fucking sport, so what do you like there? Oh, let's see. The Royals suck. There's just no way around it. I don't know why this game's a fucking trap, but the Texas Rangers should beat the Royals on any given day. So I will take the Texas Rangers minus 105. We'll put them together with those Pittsburgh Pirates, those Dallas Stars. That is your DGen Parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but you guys know the deal. It's right here in the Discord channel, hanging out in the asylum. My little thing where we shoot the shit. Call us out by name, and we will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, get it all. Make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace.